you have a toddler who's starting to disobey and test the limits and you're just not sure what to do about it? Do you want to know how to reach the heart of a child who isn't old enough to communicate yet? Do you honestly think that a child who still shoves Cheerios up his nose is ready for that? Well, then we're glad you're joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for updates so you'll always know about new podcast episodes. You'll also receive a free gift from Ginger when you sign up. So last week, we addressed the first part of a question from Katie in Missouri, and she asked about how to start training her 18-month-old who's been struggling with whining and impatience. So Ginger, you shared some great ideas for teaching toddlers and infants who aren't yet verbal uh, to communicate with self-control by learning to sign simple words and phrases such as please, more, no thanks, and all done. Uh, So today we want to address the second part of Katie's question. Katie commented that Ginger and I have offered a lot of tips for training older kids, but she asks, where do I start with my 18-month-old who is just starting to disobey and test me? Well, we've had other questions come in about how to train younger kids who disobey. Um, Another one comes from Catherine in Tennessee who says this, any advice for toddlers? When I try to ask probing questions, I don't feel like he understands. He is almost three. I'm not sure how to handle him. He is hyperactive, into everything, and destructive a lot of times. Any advice on how I can get him under control? Well, when they're that little, it's important to just start with the basic principle of obeying. When they're still at that age where they either have no verbal skills or very limited verbal skills, everything is really just a cut and dry issue of obeying or disobeying. And the sooner that they learn that there are consequences for disobeying, the sooner they're going to learn the law of the harvest, that God has built that principle of sowing and reaping into their worlds. And with that lesson comes incentive to make the wise choice of obeying mom and dad. When children learn to obey and to have self-control, they're happier kids. They enjoy life more and they have more peace because God promises blessings to children who obey and honor their parents. So the sooner they learn to obey and have self-control, the sooner you and your child will begin to enjoy the fruits of a blessed and balanced relationship. Because when everyone's position in the family is clear and everyone is submitting to the roles God intended, there's unity and peace. Hebrews 12, 11 says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. You know, I really like the point you made earlier, Ginger, that obedience is basically one of the earliest building blocks of parenting. So many of us, especially homeschooling parents, get caught up in teaching our kids all sorts of things like letters, names of words around the house. And I mean, some people are teaching their kids a second or third language when they're toddlers, not me, by the way. Um, But this incredibly important skill to learn, obedience, is considered too complex for a young child to learn. And what you're saying is that our young children don't necessarily have to understand the why of obedience before we begin to train them in righteousness. We shouldn't wait for them to write us a five-paragraph essay about godly behavior before we start requiring. <laughs> and that's exactly right. Very well said, Katie. 
Now, I know we talk a lot about reaching past outward behavior and getting to the heart of the matter, but before they're old enough and mature enough to understand that their sinful behaviors stem from their sinful hearts, it's really best just to keep it simple and just to teach them the importance of obeying. And the most comprehensive way for that age to learn the importance of obeying is by mom and dad being consistent with consequences when they disobey. Because when we're not consistent, our children are going to be confused all the time, which can actually create insecurities in their hearts and provoke them to anger. A secure child is a child that knows his boundaries and is lovingly and consistently corrected when he oversteps those boundaries. Mm. So when you tell your 18-month-old, no, you can't stick your finger in the electrical outlet, (laughs) or or, no, you can't play in the toilet water, (laughs) or you tell your three-year-old, no, you can't climb on top of the coffee table and throw Legos at the ceiling fan, (laughs) it needs to be confirmed that your no means no, that your word is your word. And if that word no is not obeyed, there will be a consequence. Cut and dry, plain and simple. Matthew 5.37 says, simply let your yes be yes and your no be no. In other words, we need to say what we mean and mean what we say. Or we're going to cause our children to question our word and to not take our word seriously. Katie, if you haven't listened to the episode that we did on being consistent with discipline, that was episode three. I really think that episode would be super helpful as you're navigating this season in your parenting. That's actually one of our most popular episodes. And for good reason, it's exceedingly difficult to be consistent with discipline. It really is. But it's important. Mm -hmm. So we've stressed the benefits of being consistent with consequences for younger children who aren't so verbal yet in a lot of this episode. And we touched on it a little bit in last week's episode. Uh, And we've also had a lot of our listeners submit questions asking for the specifics as far as consequences for younger children. And to be more specific, we get a lot of questions about spanking. (gasps) Ginger. I can't believe you said the S word. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's been the elephant in the room ever since episode one, it which has. is why I think we get so many questions about it. Mm-hmm. We all know that spanking is a controversial issue. Uh, parents, even Christian parents, have st- very strong opinions one way or the other when it comes to spanking. And Ginger, I want our listeners to know that you've had people in the past accuse you of encouraging parents to abuse their infant children, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. And anyone who has actually read or listened to your materials would know that that is not at all the case. Um, But this issue is still so much of a lightning rod, even in the Christian community, because there are all kinds of ways to get it wrong. Mm, That's right, Katie. And unfortunately, the abuse of children and infants is becoming more and more prevalent, which is, oh, that is just so heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. So let's address the elephant in the room. (laughs) When it comes to young kids, now we're talking about uh, five and under, Should you spank or should you not spank? Is spanking a self-controlled act of love or an angry act of violence? Is spanking a careful form of discipline or an abusive form of punishment? Does spanking promote peace or does it provoke anger? Well, you guys have been asking us to address this issue for months, and so we're going to talk about it on next week's episode. Oh, that a way to leave them hanging, Ginger. (laughs) But that gives our listeners a week to honestly pray and think about how they discipline their children. I encourage you all to pour through God's Word this week in preparation for next week's episode. Pray for wisdom and insight. And also, please pray for us as we seek to give wise counsel, um, even if that means it will certainly draw criticism. Well, thank you, Ginger, and thank you, listeners, for joining us. If you enjoyed our show and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. And while you're there, can you leave us a rating or a review? 
This just helps us get the word out about our podcast so that other parents can be encouraged to reach the hearts of their children. Do you have a parenting question? Well, we invite you to submit it at gingerhubbard.com slash askginger, and we'll do our best to answer it in a future episode. And while you're on the website, you can find our show notes, which will include links to anything we mentioned in today's episode. While you're on gingerhubbard.com, you can find Ginger's wonderful resources that will help you get to the heart of outward behavior and address it from a biblical perspective. So today we're offering her parenting book, I Can't Believe You Just Said That, Biblical Wisdom for Taming Your Child's Tongue at a 10% discount when you use the code parenting at gingerhubbard.com. If you'd like daily encouragement and parenting advice from Ginger, be sure to follow her on Instagram at ginger.hubbard. Thank you for joining us today, listeners. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God.